Stanton from the Winnipeg Sun joins us to talk a little uh, football and uh, puck. Uh, Kirk, uh, now I'm, I'm hearing uh, we're getting reports out of Ottawa that Burris was getting 400000 to play for them. I'd heard reports out of Winnipeg around uh, seven fifty over two seasons, which um, now if Ottawa signed him to a two-year deal, well, then I guess they're paying eight hundred grand. But wh- why do you think uh, Burris chose Ottawa over Winnipeg, and is that uh, a pretty damning decision when you look at how Winnipeg's perceived right now amongst free agents. You're right, Jason. It does not look good. <laughs> but having just uh, spoken to Henry a couple about an hour ago, and uh, hearing that they're they're not just paying him four hundred thousand; they're paying him well over four hundred thousand a year. Oh, um, it it makes sense. Henry is saying that a big reason why he signed here in in Ottawa. I'm actually in Ottawa for the Congress today, and. Uh, the reason why he signed here was because uh, his family, he has so much extended family in uh, northeastern U.S., New York, Philadelphia, uh, Springfield, Massachusetts. And uh, even though that's about the same distance to Hamilton, he says that uh, they will now be able to come and watch him play That uh, because he's now in Ottawa. So he says it's because of family, but... Uh, they were offering him at least, I believe, fifty thousand more dollars a year over three years to play in Ottawa. So that is actually going to be good public relations for the Bombers because uh, there was a lot of anger and frustration <laughs> this morning when they found out he wasn't coming to Winnipeg, and the fans were freaking out, of course, and rightly so because they definitely, they definitely wanted Henry Burris. But now that they know that. Uh, that Henry Burris is getting paid that much money here in Ottawa, it uh, it doesn't look as bad on the Bombers. Still not a good situation for the Blue and Gold, though. Will they go after Kevin Glenn in a trade now? Good question. Um, I, I'm hearing Kevin Glenn and uh, and his people are not very happy, and I, I that's not really a shock. But, uh, you know, I, I think as of now, Ottawa's planning to bring those two to camp. I don't see how that will work. And Kyle Walters, the Bombers GM, says he's not going to mortgage the future for uh, for a quick fix. He's uh, he's kind of taken the page from uh, Jets GM Kevin Cheveldayoff and, and is going to do things slowly, methodically, analytically, logically, words he loves, words both GMs love, and... Uh, I didn't get the sense in talking to him about half an hour ago that uh, that's something the Bombers are going to jump on. Now, free agency does start in a week, and uh, and Kyle Walters has also said he put out feelers, but he he kind of he kind of took away the impact of that by saying I, I do that for all positions. We we have many positions we need to fill, so it's not like he's going out and telling GMs today I need a quarterback. They know he needs a quarterback, but you know he's basically just let the rest of the teams know that he's open for business because there are many more problems than just quarterback for the Bombers, but obviously quarterback is number one. Well, the, you know, the quarterback is number one and Ottawa, I don't see how they're financially going to want to pay Glenn and Burris. Cause I'm guessing no. Glenn's contract was pretty hefty. So if, if you're going to trade for him, you, you could probably just wait until they release him, Right. And if you trade, you, you give like a sixth round draft pick. I don't see any reason you have to give up more than that. No, it all depends on the timing. I mean, if Ottawa wants to play hardball, then they can kind of hold on to them for a while, right up to training camp or whatever, you know, <laughs> May, 
really make the Bombers sweat? Do the Bombers want to wait that long? Um, you know, when teams ask for, or sorry, when the Bombers ask for, for quarterbacks, the first player that other teams ask for is a defensive tackle, Brian Turner, a perennial all-star at that position. And I just, I get the sense that the Bombers are, are not willing to, you know, to, to take a step back in their development or, or in their current roster. They can't really afford to give up many more players, let alone more draft picks. I mean, there's, there's so much to do that it's almost like, will it really be beneficial to this team if they get a 34 or 35 year old Kevin Glenn for a couple more years? That's, I think that's what they're thinking and that's kind of what they're nervous about. And it's why they didn't pay or offer $430,000 to Henry Burris. So, they have uh, they have Drew Willie, I believe, from Saskatchewan, set in their sights. They wanted him anyway. They uh, they were planning for him to be Henry Burris' backup this year, but who knows? He could be the starter now. And there are some people in the Bombers organization who, even before all this went down, felt uh, that Drew Willie was a very good quarterback and and maybe even as good or better than Zach Kolaris. So. There's still a lot to be uh, a lot to be decided uh, with the blue and gold. Kirk Penton joins us from Winnipeg. Kirk, uh, does Walters have free reign to be the uh, the general manager, or uh, it, does Miller make the ultimate final decisions in your mind? Well, from what I hear, I think Kyle Walters has a lot of the say in what's going on. Okay. Um, Wade is. Wade, I, I, I'm assuming Wade, I didn't really get this from anybody, not that they would tell me. I, I'm assuming Wade really wanted Henry Burris just to kind of give the organization a name, somebody they could, uh, you know, make uh, the face of the franchise in a year when, you know, they're coming off a 3-15 and record and really need to keep the fans interested because there's a lot of angst among Bomber fans and today's events don't help. So they were... They were not happy today, but that was that was across the board. I think everybody, even football ops and Wade Miller, wanted Henry Burris here. But uh, no, Kyle Walters is uh, seems to be kind of running the show. Obviously, he clears everything with Wade Miller. But uh, no, it, it seems to be that Danny McManus and Ted Gavia, the two assistant GMs they hired, and uh, and Mike O'Shea and Kyle Walters, it's it's kind of become this group effort thing, kind of. Most, you know, mostly younger guys, relatively speaking, in the CFL, and and they're kind of going at it uh, as one unit. So, you know, Wade, 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 I'm sure pokes his head in every day and <laughs> says what's going on. But so far, uh, Kyle seems to kind of have uh, have control. Kirk Patton joins us. Um, Kirk, now uh, I read, uh, I think it was you today, tweeted out that uh, Mamba looking like maybe he's got a, an NFL contract. Uh, any other bombers going to go south? Um, Chris Matthews is another name to look out for. His agent, I talked to his agent a couple of weeks ago, and he had uh, ten workouts. He's uh, wow. might you might not might have forgotten about him because he only appeared in five games last year, yeah, uh, due to injuries. But he was a CFL Rookie of the Year two years ago, and oh uh, yeah, he's tall, not overly fast, which makes uh, his NFL prospects a little shaky. But the kid can catch the ball, and he has he can move. He can move okay. He's not a He's not a lightning bolt, but he can move and he can catch the ball. So, and he's six foot five, so that makes him attractive uh, to a lot of NFL teams. But uh, they hadn't. When I talked to his agent a couple weeks ago, they, they'd had ten workouts, but they hadn't had any offers, you know, or hinted that there would be any offers coming. So, 
right now it might just be Mwamba. But uh, we'll see. Let's uh, move to the Jets. You compared uh, Shevel Day off to Miller. They have kind of the same philosophy on things. Evander yeah. Kane, do you honestly think the Jets would trade him? Well, <laughs> that's a very good question because Evander Kane is an enigma wrapped in a mystery and however that goes because he still, I still think he has a lot of growing up to do. He's a, he's a very talented kid. There's no getting around that when uh, he's got an amazing shot and, and some exceptional skills. Maybe not the best passer in the world, but if you're looking for a goal scorer, he's, he's your guy. Now, are they getting to the point where they can maybe give him up and, and get something else? I don't know. I, you know, they, they're, they're doing very well under Paul Maurice right now, but and and Evander has been out of the lineup. Uh, he's only I think peer, appeared in three games under Maurice, and uh, you know they're they're doing okay without him. But you better be getting something pretty good back oh, for Evander Kane. I would think they're, so. Yes, like, it, it would have to be very good. And those, those trades, you know, they they just don't really happen that much in the NHL these days. So it would it would be a block. It would have to be a blockbuster because even though he you know, maybe not, maybe isn't the best guy in the room. His hands uh, more than make up for it. So, as of right now, I just, I just can't see it happening yet. There, there's been a lot of talk, and you know, anytime it, and Winnipeg has a lot of good forwards on paper, right? Blake Wheeler, Andrew Ladd, Kane. You know, big forwards with some skill. Uh, they're probably just in the wrong conference. However. Winnipeg is only four points out of the playoffs now. I, you know, and there's still 25 games to go. I don't see them in a sell-off mode, Kirk. If anything, I see them maybe in acquisition mode. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. Just because, just because I've been listening to Kevin Chevaldeoff drill it into my brain for the last three years that you know the future will not be mortgaged. It will be done slowly and methodically. That's basically. I think he's a robot, actually. Uh, but you know I still think this team isn't you know they're close to being a playoff team but I don't think they are a playoff team yet I really don't I I still think there's too many holes Um, I I think they're going to level off here at some point things have been going great guns since Paul Maurice took over they're 8-2 but I don't I don't think you can I don't think a coach makes that big of a difference I think that they still have quite a bit of room to grow and you know, I, I, I don't know. I still think that uh, that Shevel Dayoff will lean towards selling a bit more than buying. Well, the market right now, I see Edmonton, Calgary, Buffalo, Florida, and the Islanders as the only five teams who are truly out of it. After that, yeah. every other team uh, in the East is within uh, three points of eighth place, and every team in the yeah. West is within four points of eighth yeah, place. You're right. So you're, you're right. co- he could potentially, you know, it could be a seller's market with only five teams and maybe a team like Winnipeg, if if they truly feel they're not ready yet and they can get a, a huge return, maybe they do it. I, I'm i still not a big believer in that because I think when you trade guaranteed assets for maybes, you usually, usually are losing that deal. Yeah, that's true. And that, like I said, that doesn't sound like Kevin Chevaldeoff at all. <laughs> I think he looks uh, both you know, each way four times before crossing the street. That's, <laughs> that's who I think Kevin Chivaldeoff is. So, I don't know. I, I know there's not a lot of games left before the uh, before the deadline. We always think the deadline being so far away, but, you know, 
the Jets will be there. They'll, they'll be close to that line. And, and the fans, if they, if they win these last two games before uh, before the Olympic break, and then and then just before the uh, the trade deadline, there's it's going to be a very interesting uh, very interesting time in Winnipeg. Kirk, uh, we will uh, be paying attention. Of course, the uh, the first deadline is this Friday, and uh, then uh, trade talks are reopened uh, late in February, and it could be a, a major push for that March fifth deadline. Uh, we'll see. We appreciate your time as always. Anytime, Jason. Have a good night.